All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. Here's everything you need to know at the start of your day. Today is the 12th of March and this is Bloomberg Quint's All You Need to Know podcast. I'm Alex Matthew. The pound surged after Theresa May's deputy David Lidington told lawmakers in the UK late yesterday that the Prime Minister had secured legally binding changes that strengthened and improved the Brexit deal. He said the government had secured alterations to the withdrawal agreement and political declaration on the future UK-EU partnership and that negotiations were ongoing in Strasbourg, France. And here's some news on the US economy. U.S. retail sales stabilized in January after a decline in the previous month that was larger than first reported. Analysts believe that this indicates that consumers may still be able to help support economic growth after a dismal end to 2018. The value of overall sales rose 0.2% after a 1.6% drop in the previous month that was the steepest since 2009. The positive retail sales came as a breath of fresh air after growth concerns, not just in the US but in Europe and other parts of the world, had weighed on investor sentiment, pulling global equities to one of their worst weekly performances in 2019 last week. In fact, the global economy's sharp loss of speed in 2018 has left the pace of expansion the weakest since the global financial crisis a decade ago, according to Bloomberg Economics. Bloomberg's new GDP tracker puts world growth at 2.1% on a quarter-on-quarter annualized basis, down from about 4% in the middle of last year. Now, because of those positive retail sales numbers that I talked about in the US, equities on Wall Street outperformed. The S&P 500 surged past its 200-day moving average, rising 1.5%, while the Nasdaq 100 jumped more than 2% after an Apple upgrade. Not surprisingly, Asian stocks this morning, at least the early risers, are buzzing in trade. The Nikkei was one of the top gainers, rising about 1.5%. Meanwhile, crude prices have edged higher in the first half of this week as Saudi Arabia moved to extend supply cuts and a nationwide blackout in Venezuela threatened to reduce production significantly. Brent was higher by 0.3% last I checked at $66.8 a barrel. In news back home, Jet Airways chairman Naresh Goel has sought urgent funding of 750 crore rupees from equity partner Etihad, citing the very precarious position of the airline following lingering cash flow issues which got amplified after the forced grounding of over 50 of its planes. SR Steel's former promoter Prashant Ruya and two other former directors have approached the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal against a lower bankruptcy court's order that allowed the takeover of the company by Asla Mittal. Standard Life Aberdeen PLC's Mauritius arm is planning to sell 3.5% stake in HDFC Life Insurance to meet the market regulator's public shareholding norms. The Scotland-based investment firm will sell 7 crore shares at 357.5 rupees apiece through an offer for sale from the 12th to the 13th of March. 
That's a discount of 8.3% compared with the current market price. Dr. Reddy's Laboratories is seeking more than $70 million from Indivior PLC as compensation for lost U.S. sales of its generic version of a leading opioid addiction treatment that was delayed in a patent dispute with the UK-based drug maker. Now, the board of the Reserve Bank of India was assured of adequate preparedness before it signed off on the government's demonetization decision. And that's according to the minutes of an RBI board meeting that was held on the 8th of November 2016, just before Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced the withdrawal of the 500,000 rupee notes. The minutes of the meeting were obtained under the Right to Information Act by activist Venkatesh Nayak. Well, with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. Positive cues from overseas. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Yes, you're right. Global cues are positive. Asian markets are doing well. And the SCX Nifty is poised for a positive start. But some stocks that you need to watch out for. Watch out for HDFC Standard Life. Standard Life, uh, there's an OFS for selling 7 crore shares in the company, but that is close to 3.5% of the equity. And there is an option to sell an additional 2.95 crore shares. The flow price is at a discount of 8.3%. And the exchange filing shows that Standard Life has 29.23% stake in HDFC Standard Life. Jet Airways denies that it has received 205 crore rupees as loan from PNB. They clarified that the company has existing credit facilities of $300 million from the bank and no fresh credit facilities have been provided from the bank. In other news, the company also says that it has failed to repay part of the ECB avail for working capital purposes. Wellspun Corp, they received an additional order pipe uh, for 212 KMT. Out of these uh, orders, uh, 151 KMT will be serviced from India. TRF is looking to issue 250 crores worth of preference shares to Tata Steel. The move is in order to restructure the balance sheet and repay debt. PSP Projects receives orders worth 601 crores from various clients. In terms of bulk deals, Nalanda acquired 21 lakh shares or close to 9.3% stake in matrimony.com. HDFC Mutual Fund was the seller. And Lemon Tree, there was one block deal. Zaba Pan Asia Market uh, Fund acquired uh, 52 lakh shares or close to 0.6% stake in Lemon Tree. Morgan Stanley was the seller. There was a circular on the NSE in terms of FPI investment limit order. The red flag list uh, includes for the overall limits HDFC Bank and Indusind Bank and stocks in which aggregate FPI investment limit is uh, near the red flag is Ashapura Minechem, Bliss GVS Pharma, Cyan, Delta Corp, SH Kilkar and Trend. Now note a red flag shall be activated in respect of listed Indian companies whenever the foreign investment is within 3% or less than 3% of the aggregate NRI or FPI limits or the sectoral cap. And finally, in terms of brokerages, Goldman Sachs has downgraded Madison Sumi to a neutral from a buy. They maintained the target price at 159. They have downgraded the stock post the big 30% rally that we have seen. And now they believe that the stock has limited upside. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloomberquint.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you in this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, bloomberquint.com. So do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 